0: G'day guys, it's Tom from Dropkick Discourse here, and you've probably been wondering where we've been for the last several weeks. Mainly, it's been down to our mixer slash audio interface accidentally kicking the bucket on us, and so we haven't been able to record. So I just wanted to give a little shout out before we start to uh, the company that provides us that gear, uh, which is Rode microphones. Really, really, really helpful to us, and uh, when we explained our situation, shipped it out, and and really got us going as quickly as possible. So we really do owe a lot to them. So we're in no way sponsored or anything. Uh, We purchase all our gear ourselves, but I thought it pertinent to give a little shout out to them before we begin. So thank you guys. Uh, And if you do happen to listen to this, we really, really do appreciate your help. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Dropkick Discourse. I bet you thought for a while we weren't coming back. Joining me in the studio today, Jacko, as usual. G'day, Jacko.
1: G'day, guys. How is everyone?
0: And uh, also, we've got Andy this week. How are you, Andy? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Now, for this episode, you may have noticed we've got a different guest with us today, and as mentioned, that is Andy. Andy's one of our good mates. Uh, Dave isn't joining us for this week uh, due to a couple of co- other commitments outside of the show. Ando is in another show with Jacko uh, that we also run, which is called Formula Bums. So for any of you guys out there that do enjoy Formula One and the sort of highlights and in-depth analysis, I recommend giving that a little check out as well. Look, we do do our best to give in-depth analysis.
1: Unfortunately, it normally turns into an argument and us just ragging on a few drivers, but we do our best. So I'll give you that. We'll definitely do our best.
0: Oh, I think it's fantastic. You guys do a great job. Cheers, mate. Cheers. how are we feeling, guys? How are we feeling this week? Everybody good?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty good. I had a bit of an incident today.
0: Did at, you? at a bar. Oh, tell and us I want all to about, talk it. about
1: it. We record from Wollongong. Yep. It's our hometown. That's where we all live. Most of us grew up. And if anyone is a fan of the UFC, you would know that one of the champions of the UFC is actually an Australian man from the Illawarra. He's a little bit south. So he's from the Shell Harbour, Windang region. And he's an incredible fighter. And he was up today in Wollongong, doing a media appearance at a local bar. I was also at said bar, checking in on some work experience opportunities for my professional career, and something unfortunate happened where I happened to be watching the TV, walking around the corner, and the UFC champion had to also be walking around the same corner. I'm rather tall, and he fights in a lighter weight class, so he is not very tall. I did not see him, and I walked straight into him and made an offhand comment about, sorry, mate, didn't see you there. Then I've turned around and looked at him and realized what I've just done. (laughs) (laughs) And the words that came out of my mouth were, sir, I am very sorry, I'm a big fan, and he burst out laughing at me. (laughs) But my question is, if I knocked him over, would I get the stat? Because that would be a good hit.
0: That's a good question. Yeah,
1: but I anyway, my little run-in was accidentally bumping into a UFC champion and maybe saying something rather inappropriate before realising who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then very—I've never said the word "sir" and "sorry" more in my life I was in say, a sentence like, before. I don't,
0: I don't. That doesn't strike me as being particularly you, does it?
1: I'm not one for apologies often.
0: But this fella's a big fella.
1: Look, he's not. Huge in in height, he is however, a market,
0: but he's a stocky bloke. He
1: like is he's. massive, and he was in. He's in fight camp at the moment. He's a massive fight coming up. He looks great. He was a lovely man. He was also there doing a make a wish foundation thing. So, oh, well, I know UFC guys have a reputation as being these big meatheads. This guy was there looking after a bunch of kids. Really, really putting you in good work in the community. So, Volker, it was a pleasure to meet you. And again, I'm sorry. That's on me, bro. I should have been looking <laughs> where I was going.
0: Well, good on him anyway. It's, it's good to see him out there in the community and, and supporting these guys in that way. That's, really, that's a really, really positive thing. Absolutely.
1: But I'm a little bit shaken this afternoon. You're probably lucky to still be alive, to be honest. <laughs> I think I might be the only person in history to bump into or to physically come into contact with that man and walk away.
0: So maybe you should get the stat.
1: I'll text Dana.
0: <laughs> I'll text Dana because there I was sitting there thinking you were going to tell me you got absolutely laid out, man. I, here's the thing: if he
1: decided to, I wouldn't be here this afternoon. <laughs> I'd no, be eating through a straw. I'd be uh, I'd be
0: bringing your flowers in the emergency, <laughs> mate. Feed me some mashed banana. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've had a much more eventful time of uh, of, of the lot of us at the moment. And uh, when it comes down to Sort of why we've been missing for a few weeks. Uh, apologies for that, guys, but it has it, it. really is, as they say, when it rains, it pours. And not only in the literal sense, uh, given that we've been absolutely rained out, and there's been absolutely substantial flooding up and down the east coast of Australia at the moment. That's been a really, really big problem for everybody at the moment, and it's it's claimed lives and it's destroyed a lot of property. Whole communities are gone, which is really, massive. really devastating to see. Yeah. So we're fortunate in the sense that where we are we haven't actually come to grief at all with that sort of stuff. We haven't had it as severe as other places, uh, but the rain has certainly affected us.
1: The rain caused a bit of a mix up for you, didn't it, mate?
0: It did, and i will get, <laughs> I will get to that very shortly because that is the uh I think that's what we're going with for our theme today, which is accident prone and hell of a story but uh, we'll we'll get into that very, very shortly. so another reason uh, why we've been off at the moment is also. Not just the rain, not just the uh, the mixer kicking the bucket as well, but also we've had a couple of COVID-riddled people in our midst that have kept us apart from being able to come together and record. It it's really... been a shock in a few <laughs> weeks. It's been, it's been a
1: shock up. It's been terrible. But we're here back now. We really, really want to talk about all our injuries and funny stuff we found online.
0: That's right. And uh, we're ready to kick on. Hey, so Jacko, you mentioned something a little earlier about uh, a little incident that I had.
1: Might have been a minor spoiler for the theme this week,
0: I think. Eh, well, it's a good lead into it because this is an absolutely hilarious one. So, following with the theme of uh, being accident prone for this episode, this one comes from my own work environment. What did you do, mate? Tommy did a stupid thing. <laughs> And as as we're pretty aware, Tommy does a lot of really stupid things.
1: As I've always said, thank God you're gorgeous, man.
0: I know. Because you're dumb as hell. Absolutely. (laughs) And I I just prove it day in, day out. And this is no exception. So in this particular instance, so as a background for what I do, I work in an incident response environment for uh, a section of the public transport in the state. So what happens in this instance, right, is... That I hear a bit of chatter over the radio. Yep, and I hear that a familiar incident that's happened before has come up. A drain cover has popped off in an intersection because the water underneath in the in the stormwater has filled up and lifted it off.
1: And this is common, or
0: well, for this particular intersection, it is very common because it's happened more than once. Okay, and it has caused a bit of damage uh, to vehicles before because they've fallen into the hole, and. Again, twice, uh, vehicles fell into the hole before I got there and had to be pulled out by uh, Transport New South Wales tow truck. What
1: is the size? Like, are we talking like a car swallowing more in the middle of the street? As in, if you're driving a Marina, you're now with the sewer. Like people. your front
0: corner can go into it. This is like a, a an easy meter by meter. Con- okay. heavy concrete pit lid.
1: Right, because I was just assuming, like, sinkhole as in, well, the poor lady in the hatchback will never be seen again now. She's gone. She's now with the Ninja Turtles under the sewer.
0: Actually, on that note, from the first instance that this happened, there's great news footage of it, which I'll have to link later, but a Volkswagen Polo went into it and deployed the airbags. (laughs) So, and the funny thing that I always thought about that particular bit of footage was that the cameraman didn't go, no, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, you're going to hurt yourself. He went... This is going to be good.
2: Oh, so he knows what content is. Oh, yeah, he
0: panned and followed the car. Exactly,
2: that's what you do in production.
0: (laughs) You see something funny, you don't take the camera off it, you film it. You just go, this is going to be worth watching. Oh, yeah, well,
1: people are going to watch this. That's not ethically good, but I'm not against it
2: either.
0: It, it, well, like I said, makes for good viewing, I guess. I encourage it
2: every day at work. Couldn't <laughs> give a shit about the game, I tell them to the film the funny stuff. <laughs> we have heaps of vision of referees hurting themselves because of it. <laughs> oh, mate.
0: <laughs> I arrive there, and sure enough, the pit lid's off. You cannot really, unless you're looking, you can't really see where the hole is in the road. It's flooded over. It floods badly, this intersection, so... By the time I get there, there's a highway patrol guy on his bike there. He's got that little bit closed off.
1: Pushy or moto?
0: Motorcycle, yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) He's got it closed off and the lane next to him is open. This particular corner, there's two lanes. They didn't have anybody on the other side, so there's two lanes trying to get into one as they go around the corner into this street. The
1: classic Sydney merge, which is never successful.
0: No, so as a result... There's a big overflow uh, with cars trying to get through. So naturally, as they're trying to get down this road, they are blocking the intersection and not allowing our vehicles to get through. I spring into action. I go, okay, I know what I've got to do. I had a little chat to the copper. I said, no worries. I know what I'm...
1: You said, give me the pistol. I'll sort this out real quick, <laughs> mate. I'll get it moving. Give me the pistol butt. Start running, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I, th- I see the cars coming in. I figure... Okay, these guys are going to start queuing across. I've got to do something about it. What does Tommy do? He goes into hero mode. He takes one step out. That was a success. That one was great. That was a brilliant step. The second step, kind of literally my falling point. I started holding my hand out to this car to say stop, and the foot falls to the ground and keeps going.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That explains what happened to the traffic officer the other day.
0: (laughs) I want to point out that when
1: you're in work mode, because I have seen you in work mode, Tommy has a work face. And this is, I would say, a rather severe face.
0: Oh yeah, it's my I, it's my it's my traffic authority face. I can
1: only imagine the staunch you were putting out. You've nailed that first step oh, The hair confident. in the rain, hand out, and you've just disappeared from view.
0: Yep, I've just fallen straight in the hole. And on the CCTV footage, which is brilliant, my my superiors have shown me this, it is the most hilarious thing known to man to just watch this bright orange rain jacket go (laughs) and just go straight down. I went waist deep in stormwater before I managed to stop myself. (laughs) Now, that's not where the accident ends. The accident also extends into broken bones because... Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it gets better (laughs) Because as I've gone down... My knee has hit the edge of the pit at the road base and has cracked the bottom of the patella on the way in. So also, at the same time as I'm going in, I'm also screaming my lungs out. Bearing in mind that the car that I tried to stop has now stopped and looked, and they're looking around going,
1: hang on, what? Like, where's he gone? What you're saying is the car you attempted to stop did stop. Yes. Now, I don't want to make light of your injury that much, but that to me is mission successful, mate. The car stopped. Well I still done. Sh-
0: I still chalk that up as a success. Yeah, that's a
1: success. I mean, it cost you a leg. I
0: did my job, and it means I've been off work for weeks and a <laughs> splint. But <laughs> hey, job done. Job done. But if you actually do see the CCTV footage, CCTV footage, it is the funniest thing known to man.
1: I also have injured myself for numerous times in my life. I grew up in the country riding motorbikes. I like to go fast. I also like to do jumps. Where I go wrong so often is I get so excited about being up in the air, I never prepare for my landing. So the amount of times I have gone straight up and then plummeting straight back down to earth, I've gone through a couple of motorbikes like that. (laughs) Um, I have so many. You're quite the little daredevil, aren't you? I wish I could say I was, but I think I'm just so scared and it's not that I'm, like, sending myself so hard being cool. It's like I, I rev a little bit too hard, get nervous, start <laughs> flying, and then my brain shuts off and I just hit the deck. <laughs> I, I wish I could say it was me being like, yeah, I'm going to really jump. This is more like I go, I'm flying. And then I get confused and I hit the deck. <laughs> I don't ride motorbikes anymore, obviously. I've, I've hurt myself quite a bit. But I've never broken a bone.
0: Lucky That's amazing. With with all with, Considering the nature of these accidents you're describing, I'm actually amazed.
1: Yeah, I haven't broken bone. But I know Andy's broken bones from doing not much at all.
2: Uh, <laughs> what you, you would done, have to Andy? bring this up. So one night, it's late at night, maybe like 11 p.m., and I was really thirsty and I had nothing to drink in the house. So I was like, I'll go for a skate. I've just bought this new skateboard for myself for my birthday, which was that day. It's pretty sad buying yourself your own birthday presents, mate. No one else is buying me anything. <laughs> Still, man, that
0: new skateboard <laughs> feeling. I'm I had right. that new
2: skateboard. I'm riding down the littlest hill I could imagine. It's it's not even a slope. like It's just enough to get me moving. There's a little pebble I can't see because it's dark, and I've hit it. Oh, definitely. And I've I've just gone flying, and I've gone hand first into the ground. Ugh. I'm still thirsty, so I, I walk the rest of the way <laughs> the goddamn <laughs> servo.
0: Because <laughs> I'm like, my hand really hurts, but I really want to drink. <laughs> so I get is,
2: there, buy the drink. I can't even get my wallet out of my goddamn pocket. I'm like using my other hand to get it pay for the drink, walk home, I'm like, damn, my, my arm still hurts, I knock on the door of an old roommate of mine, I'm like, Annie, is my my hand broken, you, your mum's a nurse, you should sort of know this shit, she looks at it, she goes, ah, it's a bit swollen, but I think you're fine, I'm like, alright, sick, I'm going to go to bed, two hours later, I've been in excruciating pain, I'm just like, nah, I call a taxi, go to the hospital, get to the hospital, 4am comes around, they finally x-ray my hand, like, Oh, yeah, there's a little piss-ant break right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was not even a millimetre of a break, but it was enough to swell my hand up in the point where I couldn't, even,
0: I couldn't sleep. That's kind of insulting in a way, isn't it? Because it's just like, if you're going to cause this much pain and suffering to me, at least be a significant break. Yeah,
2: I know, right? Here's the best part. I get home at 6am, I have to leave at 7am to go to a festival the next day.
1: What festival was it? Falls Festival. Oh, Falls is ah. a good festival. How'd yeah. you survive with
2: a busted wrist butt? Well, they gave me a prescription for, for painkillers, so I was just taking that and drinking, so I didn't feel the arm at all. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, sweet. laughs> wait. Just what the doctor ordered.
0: Hey, that's, a, that's one of those scenarios where you can actually get into the festival and be and be taking drugs that they that the coppers can't touch. Yeah, there no, there yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how yeah, you yeah, do it. Just break your wrist what and a you're winner. good.
2: <laughs> yeah, just imagine getting the sniff. This actually happened. The sniffer dog caught me saying, uh-huh. oh, you've got drugs on you. I'm like, yeah, and I've pulled the prescription drugs out with the the prescription on it. I'm like, yeah, it's this. The cop stands there for a minute and just goes, "Well, I can't search you. Like, you've given me a legitimate excuse and just let me by." Little did he know, I actually had drugs in my suit. <laughs> <shoe. laughs> That's
0: got to be the luckiest break of all time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've had a couple of stacks where I've broken things, just not myself. And my most recent story of me breaking something when I've fallen over involves rain, but this was last year sometime. I pulled up on our driveway. We have a rather steep driveway. We also live with a couple of mechanics in the house who like to work on their cars in the driveway. There may have been a small amount of oil left
0: on the pavement. Are you making excuses for the fact that you're a klutz?
1: Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm not accepting any responsibility for any of this. That's the spirit. I had also just picked up a buttered chicken curry on the way home. The reason I bring that uh, up is it is vital to how the story ends. I'd had a bad day at work, it was really stressful. I decided to break my diet, get the curry on the way home. I've pulled up, I've opened the door, and for some reason, I've decided to swing both my legs out of the car and place them on the ground at the same time. No one hops out of the car like that. For some reason, I chose to do <laughs> it this way. In one hand was my backpack, one hand was my curry. I've put my feet right on an oil slick with all my weight. I've shot out the side of the car, falling backwards over my head with the curry, slamming it into the (laughs) ground, exploding all over myself in the torrential (laughs) rain. I also live on a main road with a set of traffic lights. All the cars were backed up. (laughs) I laid there for a minute or two. Everybody saw I came inside covered in water and butter chicken with a sore head and a sore back and I had to miss my dodgeball league that night.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You just did that in spectacular fashion, didn't you?
1: Everything I do. Because I remember this.
0: I did, This was the. This, I was home at the time, I think.
1: Yeah, you saw me coming limping in the door and like, yeah, are right. you bleeding? I'm like, covered I covered wish I was. <laughs> you I was going, going, what the
0: fuck happened?
1: You, like... went, you look like shit, but smell delicious. <laughs> what happened? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that time of the evening is as you say a really really uh busy time of the day for you know it's a pretty major arterial road look you I reckon had a lot about of spectators
1: about 60 people definitely <laughs> saw me bite it on the driveway <laughs> And I can't even tell you why I laid there for so long, but the worst part was I laid there for so long, the light cycled, and another <laughs> lot of people drove up and saw me laying there covered in curry and sauce on the ground.
0: I think half the reason why you probably laid there was just the sheer devastation of losing the buttered chicken.
1: There was there was that, and I was also like,
0: I'd be happy if I died right now.
1: <laughs> like, <Yeah>. I'm good. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I think I'm out. That,
0: I think by that point, you've seen every scenario possible on the face of this planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would have looked... But I also like the fact that for all the people who saw it would have gone home and going, you're not going to believe what I saw today. This dude fell out of his car.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't
1: even stand up. I fell out of the side <laughs> of my car.
0: And then it would have been, no, he didn't just fall out of the car, but he's been sprayed with his dinner too. Yes. it Would have been the best
1: NFL touchdown of all time. I slammed that into the ground so hard. <laughs> but that's not my worst one. A lot of mine involves my time at university, which coincides with my time loving a little bit too much alcohol. One of the things that you would do on the way home from our university is the taxis wouldn't really drop you off on campus. They'd kind of drop you off near a paddock. And it was very, very simple. You just have to pop the small farm fence, a little bit of barbed wire on the top, cross the paddock, aces. You're back at your uni accommodation. It actually saved you like six bucks on a taxi ride. It was a sweet deal. Solid. This time I'd had way too much. I've got halfway up the fence. I've got one leg over. As I'm bringing my other leg over the fence, I get a caught in the barbed wire. I flip myself oh. upside down, hanging from a fence with barbed wire like a fucking kangaroo. <laughs> And I had to wait until a next group of uni students got dropped off to oh, rescue me from no. the fence. <laughs> <laughs> just And like, it's a small uni, everybody knows each other. So when the next taxi pulled up, the lights shone on me and I'm, I'm upside down in a fence, <laughs> bleeding from my leg, absolutely hammered. And when I'm hammered, I'm a very confident person. So the first thing I said when they found me, they said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> 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 At which point they seriously considered whether or not to rescue me. Because honestly, if someone said that to me, I wouldn't rescue them. But it's not the only time I've heard that I've used or heard the Just Hanging Out line. Two years ago, Wollongong's famous for people jumping off mountains and parachuting and paragliding down. Yes, yep. A very unfortunate accident happened where a paraglider got stuck in a tree directly across from my house.
0: Wow, of all places.
1: Of all places. He had literally the worst day because there were about four of us there on the beers. <laughs> and he's literally across the street hanging from a tree.
0: What a time to drop in.
1: Oh, terrible. <laughs> and he copped it because we walked over there. We we're like, just hang in there, mate. And he's like, just please call someone. We're like, all you got to do is hang in there, bro. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> the poor man. The bo- they they did come and rescue him. But honestly, he had a really terrible day because there was all of us did there. This
0: Did this make the local news? Because I feel like I've... I might have heard about it. I don't know. Or is that just me? Maybe I just no you.
1: Idea. I have no idea.
0: Hmm. It, se- it seems like one of those things that might end up in the newspaper or something.
1: It was a year or two ago now. It was definitely
0: pre-COVID. So it wasn't even that long ago. No, no, no.
1: It was relatively oh, recent. It
0: was only the last few years. There you go. Maybe you've told me the story before. I'm, I might have. But this is brilliant. Yeah, like <laughs> to, to choose a line to say, yeah, just hang in there, man. Like you say, are they being serious or are they fucking with me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look. He wasn't in a great mood, I'm not going to lie. And credit <laughs> to you, man, that's fair. I wouldn't be in a great mood either. Like, if I've just been seriously injured and the first thing you see is my face walking up to you with a shit-eating grin on it, it's not going to be a good time. Like, I get it. Sorry,
0: mate. I hope you're hanging in there. He's, uh, he's He chose a real great place to land. Right outside your house. One of the masters of... of shit-stirring. Shit-stirring. I love it. <laughs> I love it, and no one's safe. No one's safe. Like, oh no! I, we did help him, but there's
1: also not much we could do to help him. So, really. like, we did the obvious thing and just shot Nerf darts at him for a little bit. That's not true. We didn't do that. That would be too
0: cool. <laughs> I think that's actually illegal. We didn't shoot at him. Why, for a second, did I think that you might have done that? I've done things like that before. Like we said, you're a shitster.
2: <laughs> Speaking about people being on the beers a few years ago. Well, actually. Earlier today, when Tommy told me what the theme was for the podcast, I did some research on my favourite subreddit called Not the Onion. It's about news articles that look like they'd be in the Onion, but they're actually genuine articles. This one crossed me. Drunk tourist accidentally climbs a mountain on his way back to his hotel.
0: <laughs> <What>? Accidentally?
2: So, <laughs> okay. What do you got for us, mate? So this Estonian tourist in Italy was on the beers one night, getting drunk, and he decides he's going to go back to his short walk to his hotel. And at about 2 a.m. he realizes he's made a wrong turn because he's outside this restaurant called The Igloo, which is 2,400 meters up a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) The poor tourist named Pavel, he didn't know what to do. So instead of the obvious thing of just trying to go back, he found a bench and made a makeshift bed. He was found the next morning by the (laughs) local police. So he didn't even make it back? No. (laughs) No. And I'm gonna quote this news article from News.com because the last oh, yeah. line the last line got me. Local police have said that he will be fined for his drunken escapade but will not be charged. That's pretty rough. He didn't do yeah. anything wrong. He just made a bed. There's nothing wrong with making a bed.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, does it mention what what the fine was for? It just says fine. Interesting. It's not a long
2: article. Unfortunately, I can't give you much backstory. Does
0: it have I wonder if it has anything to do with, you know, being just drunken, disorderly, or something in a public place, or or whether it was I wouldn't call
2: getting
1: yourself up a mountain disorderly. I'd say that's quite ordered, mate. Is rather <laughs> difficult.
2: <laughs> Sorry. He also they had a search party for him because the hotel couldn't find him. So the local fire brigade, police, and drones were looking for him.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't believe a hotel cares that much about its patrons. Every hotel I've been wouldn't care. That's
0: right. Wouldn't care. They'd be like, well, if he pays, he pays. So that's right. So long as you give us the money and you uh, return the card on time, mate, or the yeah, key, pretty much, then we're sweet here.
1: I want to know why it took that long to get up a mountain. like, Or why it took that long to realise that you're going the wrong direction. It's a short walk. And I know when you're drunk, you're walking in a zigzag, so everything takes a little bit longer.
2: But uh, you'd notice if you were walking up a goddamn mountain. Surely. I, you'd
1: hope. But it is Italy. And he's Estonian. Uh, I know that Italy has heaps of mountains. I don't know about Estonia. I know they rally there, so it's clearly got some hills and stuff. Yeah, That's... in. I like that. I just... Do- <laughs> That poor man. Also, like, stay at the restaurant. I guess the restaurant would have been closed. Yeah, that was probably wasn't me out. open. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, the poor man. Just about every great accident story seems to start with getting on the sauce. Don't get me started on those.
1: I mean, <laughs> to be completely fair, that was kind of the premise of this podcast in its initial thing because it was supposed to be the boys with beers. Well, that's right. Was it like was it a, a workshop name that we had for this little production that we're doing?
0: And I don't even, I haven't even brought any beers today. No, we're not even having any beers And we've actually pretty much had beers every episode. We've stepped away from the norm. What's happened to us? Who have we become? We should go get a beer after this. We should definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down. This
1: show brought to you by beer in general. That's right. Well, I have a whole bunch of alcohol injury stories. Me too. Excellent. Well, let's just get straight into them. I think one of the best ones were... We live in a share house with a bunch of different people. It used to be a bit of a party house back in the day. And because of that, you know, you got different styles of music. you got different styles of dancing. One night, a young man from Canberra decided to introduce us all to the dance known as the gabber. Now, I can't even tell you what the gabber is because the second he got up from his seat and put one foot on the floor, his ankle broke. And he collapsed <laughs> under his own weight before even beginning the dance. So he goes, do you guys know what Gabberin is? And we're like... No. Nah. Isn't that like a footy stadium? <laughs> yeah. And then right. he goes, no, no, it's like this dance thing. And he literally stands up and goes, hold my beer, watch this. And he puts one foot in the air, puts it on the ground and goes, Kah! and
0: he goes, oh, and he stumbles <laughs> off.
1: And then we had to take him to hospital that night. I feel night.
0: bad for laughing, but I mean, like, what, how, what a letdown to just snap your ankles straight away. Well, here's away. the thing.
1: Maybe that was the Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is what the dance move is. I don't really know. Just
0: look at him writhing on the ground and go, yeah, sweet, man. That's
2: cool. <laughs> so you still going, bro? You good? <laughs> you yeah, an ambulance, bro? <laughs> How long does this dance typically go for? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dancing, not singing. You want to talk about alcohol stories? i got a good one for you. Let's hear it. Uh, so I come from a small country town down the south coast called Ulladulla. And one night, we, were, me and my mates were all out on the beers at the pub. Like it's Friday night. None of us have work. I think it was my first year of uni, so I was back for the weekend and I was hanging out with them. And we got way too drunk. Way too drunk. and um, We decided to go back to my mate's place that was near the pub and just sleep there for the night because none of us were in any state to get ourselves back to our own houses. So Uber and stuff's not down there, is no, it? No, of course not. It's 300 people there. Who needs Uber? Actually, to be fair, Dalla, Dalla Uber is really, really simple. You just pinch some kid's bike from their front yard and ride that home.
0: Yeah, I think that was its <laughs> first iteration and its first foray into that local industry there. You could
2: also just be really good friends with the local co- so when they turn up to shut the pub, you can just be like, hey, can I get a lift home? You either have to be really good friends or really bad enemies. Either way, that's you're getting true. a lift home. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so we're walking back. It's maybe like a kilometre to my mate's place, but we're all really, like, we're gone. Do you end up walking up a mountain? No, unfortunately. <laughs> well,
0: you're already on the front foot. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we walk in and there's this there's this site that's a bit open and there's some building materials in there. And I'm like, I'm going to steal that cone. It's a rite of passage. Witches' cones
1: are free. Exactly. If no one knows this, it's the rules. Witches' cones are free for taking.
2: Okay. I decided I was going to be the wizard that night because I wanted to play wizard when we got back and make a wizard stick out of no cans because we had no alcohol back at the mate's place. But anyway, I'm, like, I'm going to become a wizard. So I jump over some stuff, get the current, and I'm holding it up successful. <laughs> I am stoked. I am happy. It is on my head. I am charging back triumphantly <laughs> to get back to the road with my friends. I don't see the little ledge in front of me and I fall and break my ankle. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) Did the cone stay on your head? The cone made the fall worse because I gave myself a concussion because of the (laughs) cone. They're surprisingly heavy. I actually have
1: a traffic cone story. It's kind of similar. One night when I was living out west, I walked home from a night on the drinks, walking past a church. Now, I didn't do anything to the church. However, there was... Next to the church, what I later found out was a construction yard, similar to your setup, Andy. However, at this point in time, I saw a witch's hat, and I went, oh, absolutely, that's mine. And I pick it up, and as soon as I picked it up, I realized that there's another witch's hat underneath. So I picked that one up, and I'm like, dude, two-for-one deal, mate. you get another one. There's another one underneath. Now, clearly, a sober person would be, this is a pile of witch's hats. In my drunk mind which was rather mentally ill at that point. So I wasn't really in reality. I had assumed I'd found the spawning location of every witch's hat in the world. So I've kept pulling these off, being like, oh my God, another witch's hat, another incredible, blown away at all of them. And then I look to my right and I'm like, there's another witch's hat tree over there. And I go start pulling all these witch's hats off. And it's incredible. There's so m- I couldn't believe myself. Anyway, I picked a few up and walked home. The next day when I wake up, there's a knock on my door. One of my roommates... Lovely, lovely person. Very low tolerance for mine and my best friend's antics at the time. She goes, "There are three witches' hats in the lounge room, and the road is blocked down the street because there's about a hundred witches' cones scattered everywhere from a construction site." What did you do? And I went, "Oh, that was a construction site." And she's like, "What did you think it was?" I was like, "I know you're not going to believe this, but I thought I found the magic portal to the witches' hat realm, and I was summoning witches' hats all night." No, if there is footage of it. This is what it would look like, a drunk man wearing a witch's hat on his head, <laughs> pulling witch's hats off the ground and cheering every time he's got another one at 3am.
0: So in in your little quest, in your little drunken quest, you've also become an unwitting traffic controller. <laughs> I should give you a ticket now. I've, I definitely
1: feel like I will get a ticket. <laughs> Just not the one I'm thinking of. Absolutely not. I don't, now when, I, now when I'm walking, home, I'm, I'm never in that state normally, but... I still enjoy a good old traffic cone if I can get my hands on one. I think, I've got a,
0: I think I've got to agree with you when you said that it's kind of a rite of passage. I just Quick deed poll. Has anybody here got drunk and not stolen a traffic cone?
2: Or a shopping trolley? Yeah. I've done both.
0: I've done both of them.
1: In fact, get a trolley and a cone and it's very easy transport. But normally one of your mates is in the shopping trolley, so <laughs> it's pretty hard. <laughs> I've got
2: a good story about a shopping trolley if you want. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, man. So... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change the names on this because I'm not on good terms with some of these people. Smart. Um, so we I'm at, sure your parents won't mind if you use their real names, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> my parents were around for my drunken stories, I wouldn't have I wouldn't be alive anymore. <laughs> anyway, at uni, we were having this big party at my place. We're like, yeah, we're gonna have a huge party. Me and some of my mates, we go and we buy a shitload of alcohol. But we don't have a car, so we're like, how are we gonna get this back? It's so far. So we just stole a trolley and put all the alcohol in it walk at home. You know, everyone does it. I've seen everyone do I mean, it. That makes Except sense to for me. Audi. They figured out how to stop us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we get it back there. We get back. We're having the party and my ex is there and we're all drinking. And someone brings up Jackass. And the opening scene <laughs> to the first Jackass movie when the they're trolley. in the trolley. Absolutely classic. We're talking about how funny it is and we're in a house that has a slope, a massive slope down a driveway into the grass, into a big fence. And I'm like, Who wants to go down the, the driveway with the shopping trolley? And no one's keen. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> how many bones did you break? So unfortunately, I was not allowed to go down the, there, but I'll tell you how far I got. So we're <laughs> up the top <laughs> We are up the top of my driveway. And we're getting cameras ready, like we're getting our phones ready. We're gonna film me get really axed, and I'm loving it. My ex girlfriend steps in front of the trolley and goes, "I will not date you if you do this." And I had to sit there and think for a solid minute whether <laughs> I was gonna go through with this. And I even Please said, "Is this worth it?" <laughs> Please tell me you did. No, I jumped out of the trolley because <laughs> I not want.
1: I have a question. If you had your time again, Andrew... I would 100% <laughs> go down
2: there. No questions asked. <laughs> I would She can stand there or I'd be like, Hi, I'm Jay Nashville. Welcome to Jackass. And let, them
1: let it go. I still like to travel out and visit who I call my adopted family who live in a very, very small country town. This one doesn't involve alcohol, but I still think it's very good because it involves the Department of Child Services. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I have a friend and he's one of, I think, five siblings and they're all pretty wild. It's a mix of boys and girls and all of them look quite similar and all of them get along way too well and they always send it way too hard. So when they were kids, one year there was a water slide in the backyard. The eldest went down, another one went down. Eventually they were playing a bit too hard and one of them broke their femur. No big deal. It happens. Go get it fixed. Hurt like buggery though. Yep. The next summer on the water slide again. Another sibling breaks their femur.
2: Again. Again. I'm
0: sensing a pattern here. Yep. (laughs) Happens
1: three years in a row.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Different kid each time, same leg. It's one of
0: these things that you couldn't possibly make up. Right.
1: At which point, the Department of Child Services rocks up to the house and goes, (laughs) we're noticing a bit of a pattern here. And the poor (laughs) old mother had to explain, look, I know what this looks like, but go and look at the kids. They're clearly stupid. (laughs) 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 They're clearly... (laughs) <laughs> clearly i know it looks like i'm doing this but just go out into that backyard and you tell me if you think i'm doing this to I, them
0: i kind of don't blame them though because it's just the the wildest pattern that you could ever think up and you think surely this means something surely this isn't just purely coincidental
1: unfortunately it was <laughs> okay like siblings are just like that but yeah that's right i mean we're doing accident-prone, right? So we should Yo. probably talk about all the times we've made, like, <laughs> wooden swords or plastic lightsabers and absolutely drilled our siblings with them.
0: Oh, mate. I Too nearly cut my brother's count.
1: head off with a pool noodle.
0: I hit him that hard with oh, it. Oh, you have to explain that.
1: <laughs> my brother and I get along really, really well until we don't. And it's we also... scary when you don't, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, look, it can get pretty rough sometimes, but we like to have pool noodle fights and just crack each other with it. And one day he was kind of like a seal half out of the pool with his back exposed. And I've jumped from the fence and swung the pool noodle like top down. directly. (laughs) I hit him so hard to snap the pool noodle because it was like old and crusty. So I've snapped the pool noodle. He's got a nice big red mark on his back. (laughs) Tell you what, he did not take it like a champion. He was not impressed (laughs) with me. When he got up... And saw what it and like realized what I'd done. I was I think I'd already made it out of the pool gate. I'd already made it around the side of the house. But here's the thing, I've always been a chunky boy and he's always been a bit of an athlete, so there was no way in hell I was getting away. So I got drilled after that. But yeah, I gave him a pretty good crack. You did Actually,
0: the full like kill bill style
1: oh, it over summarize As I said, it was a proper shot. <laughs> and I don't even know why. I think I was just like, oh yeah, I'll get him. We were pretty young back then though, so that stuff happens all the time, right? But that's not the only pool story I have. I have a pool story. What I is it with you and pools? I, look, I don't necessarily think it's the environment. I think it's myself and the people <laughs> I associate with more than anything. Is this the story I think of, I'm think i thinking of? Because I was there for it. This involves a New Year's Eve at my parents' Yeah, house. I was 100% there. <laughs> oh, New Year's parties go off. So, it was New Year's Eve. My mother was holidaying down the coast. And this wasn't like a teenage party we did. I'll be very honest, this was two years ago. So my mother's left the house and we've gone, let's get all the boys around to the house. There's a pool at mum's house. It's sick. The thing is, the back deck underneath the house, where the pool is, is built rather low. So there's a lot of big metal frames under there. Now, my mum and her parents are quite short. They barely crack five too. They have heaps of headroom under there for them. If you're six foot, you will smack your head. Which all of us were. All of us were above six foot that night. We've gotten around in the early afternoon. It's nice and light, a few drinks, having a great time. Everyone sat around the table. Things started to go wrong when we decided to move around the house. One of our good friends, and I'll leave his name out of this, but if you're listening, mate, I know you don't remember this, but this is exactly what you did. He stands <laughs> up, turns around, takes one step and absolutely brains himself on a metal girder. <laughs> which we think now, looking back on his behaviour for the rest of the night, was easily a concussion. <laughs> because his behaviour was not great after that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, highlights from his night is we lost him for about an hour and we found him on the third story, sleep in someone else's bed. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, look, it was, he just went off the deep end. But one of the best things was we were renovating part of the backyard and it's a very steep backyard with some drop-offs. It's hard to explain, but all you need to know is that the pool fence gate will swing open and over a small pit retaining wall garden. This young man had his arm up on the fence with a beer in his hand, clearly talking to a young, le- a young lady we had at the party that he was interested in. He's leant on the fence, the gate swung open. He's held onto it, oh, God. swung out over the pit, and then
2: dropped himself down at head first. <laughs> and there was pipes and everything in there. There was pipes oh, down God. there.
1: There was bricks down there. So anyway, we've all just sat there <laughs> and seen one of our best friends go, well, he's clearly dead. Like, there's no way he survived that. He's fallen down the pit.
2: And then we seen him move, and we all pissed ourselves laughing. The instant we seen him moving, we are like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. it, he disappeared from sight. We've all gone,
1: he's dead. We should probably go and check. We stick our heads over the lip of the pit and this man rolls over and goes, fuck me. Which one of you has pushed me in the hole. (laughs) Instantly accusatory of the whole group, even though we were sitting across the other, at which point we had to kind of talk him down because if we let him out of the pit at that point, he would have killed one of us because he was adamant that one of us had pushed him down the hole. So, unfortunately, he got left in the sin bin for a little bit before, <laughs> before we helped him out. And when we did finally help him out, we patched him up. He had a bit of bark off and another lump on his head. So then the poor men were like, look, mate, let's get you to bed. Let's, let's take you to bed. We'll walk you there. He's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm a classic, classic young man. I'm fine. So what has he done? He's walked straight back underneath the deck and banged oh, his head God. again and gone out cold <laughs> for the second time.
0: <laughs> He's really not built for that house's setup, is he?
1: He was the shortest in the group too. That was what blew our minds. He was the shortest out of all of
0: us. Everybody else managed to avoid <laughs> that. Everyone else managed to
2: avoid it, but him, he smashed <laughs> his head like three times and we had to put him to bed, the poor fella. My and God. then an hour later, he got up saying he was ready to party, so we had to hide it, get him into the Uber to send him home.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. I can't. I forgot about the resurrection near
2: the end yeah, <laughs> he he comes comes back downstairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he comes back downstairs in a towel. It's like the like- second
2: coming of Jesus, this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he was also the same bloke who, w- remember when we woke up, came down we we're like, man, why is it so cold in the house? Because it was winter. We looked at the front, our front door and the, one of the windows had been smashed out.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, he put his <laughs> head through it the night before because
1: he tripped on the step drunk and smashed he his head
0: through the window <laughs> and, and gave the whole house a here's Johnny with his face <laughs> through the front door. I remember, I just, I didn't even know what happened at that point. I walked down in the morning, seen a hole through the middle pane of the front door and just gone, Someone broken into the house or whatever because I could have just like I honestly I just opened the door, but like <laughs> nah, old mate
1: old mate tripped on the bloody front mat and smashed his head into <laughs> it. <laughs> Explain
0: Ash- to me that he's just gone headfirst like cr- like stuck the crown of his head straight through the glass pane.
2: I tell you, he must have been moving because it's pretty thick glass. I know. <laughs> Should get him on the story. He's got millions of these drunk stories. Another one he's got. He's come home drunk. He's probably moved in maybe like two or three weeks previously and I hear this noise downstairs because I used to live here until I moved in with my missus. I hear this noise. I'm like, what's going on? And I've opened my door. I've come out and I've looked down the stairs and here's this bloke. He couldn't climb the stairs. So he's just curled up at the bottom of the stairs and having a nap. (laughs) (laughs) And my smart ass decided to go into his room, get his blanket and drop it on him. Yeah, didn't even place it
1: on him, threw it from the top floor and just landed. It didn't even land on him. It landed next to him. It was like, there you go, that's for later. Yeah. This, man, this man has some incredible stories. I have another glass door story from when I was a child though, so no alcohol involved in this one. For some reason in my maternal grandparents' house, it's because they've added extensions to it, there is a sliding glass door that you would normally enter into a backyard in the middle of the house between the kitchen and the dining room. It's the only house I've ever seen that sliding glass door, middle of the walkway.
0: Ah, well, my grandmother's place is like that because the rear of the house actually was an extension. That's, yeah, same setup. So I've run face first into that. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: I have two stories with this. When we were kids, we used to play Tips Inside because there was no real backyard there. That's where the pool was. So we were playing Tips Inside. One of my cousins was chasing me through the house and I creamed myself on the glass door. Grandparents go, well, that's really, really funny. You're a bit of a sook. So you wouldn't shut up about it. They put a really nice mandala sticker on it at head height for a four-year-old. I'm now six one. A little bit of a difference now. Oh, I, I can't see the mandala anymore, so I walk <laughs> into the glass door when I'm there. <laughs> so I can't see the mandala; it's it's too low. It hangs at my groin level, <laughs> so I've actually cleaned myself up on the door last year at Christmas again.
0: So it's made no difference. I so did for been, a couple of years. It's been totally, and then ir- I then I got tall. It's been totally irrespective of your height or age. Oh, I mean,
1: <laughs> it's it is a wonder that. Because of all the crazy stuff that I've done and like all the stupid stuff that I've done, I haven't received a massive injury from it. I think the most I ever got hurt was me being a stupid laborer on a work site where I was told very specifically, okay, this side of the roof is bolted on. That side of the sheet tin roof is not supported whatsoever. So what have I done? exact same thing as you, Tommy. First step, straight over the line, straight through the roof. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Hit the deck. Hit the deck. And I bruised, I bruised from my groin to my ankle. It was all black, wow. yellow. and It was an incredible bruise. That was my oh, only man. injury from it. I got a bruise. Big but bruise it was a massive over. bruise. Yeah, It was like a <laughs> metre and a half long bruise. But it was the only bruise I got. I was so scared after I had fallen through the roof because it felt like my leg was wet. And I was like... I don't know if that's blood or if it's pee, but I really hope it's pee. I'd rather admit that I peed myself <laughs> than it was blood. But I looked down and it turned out there was no liquid there. It's just it's, the sensation of that yeah. ripping against my leg made me feel like that. But that was Probably a very... good you weren't bleeding out. It was a very nervous look down. I'm not going to lie. I, oh. I kind of laid there in the dust and was like, oh, I don't know if
0: I want to look. But yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was an ugly bruise. I'll tell I you that. Could, <laughs> I could see what was coming. I thought, yeah, no, nah, this is Tommy. Yes. <laughs> and on like on that note I just find it it's such a letdown to me that I made it literally months, months before my thirtieth birthday without breaking a bone. I uh, and, and then and then that happens. I fall into that pit and now I've got a broken knee. I was so I was just short of the third decade without ever breaking anything. Nah. Robbed. Robbed. Totally me. robbed. Totally robbed. Well, that's been a lot of interesting stories today, and I think that would pretty much take us about to the end now. I'm happy. I look, I have a few more things that I could admit, but I don't think I'm ready to. So I think I'm. Oh, done mate, now. save them for other episodes. We can just keep this coming. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. Because I got plenty. <laughs> well, so that's going to do it for us today. Uh, as mentioned on other episodes, if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even on Discord, which we'll provide an updated link for shortly, uh, you can follow us there. And you, if you've got any any funny stories for us, or if there's anything that you like to comment on, hit us up. Let us know. Apart from that, we're out of here. See you guys.
1: Thank
2: you. Thanks, guys. See you guys. When you told me you were talking about um, oh, sorry, I thought you yeah, saw. So... I'm I'm start listening. again.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Every time we go down, we always act up a little bit too much, and one night. I've just realized I'm making shit up. This hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got bums all over yeah, again. I've got my watch crossed. I've got my watch crossed. I'm like, wait, no, those are two separate stories I've mixed into <laughs> one. That's a
0: bit of outtake. <laughs> That's going on the end. <laughs>